listening to the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. What is up? Welcome into the Coach's Corner, the place to get the inside information from the coaches themselves. I'm your host and head coach of the Venture Academy Girls basketball team, Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos. Check out the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Jeff Jennings, the now former coach of the Riverbank Bruins. Coach, thanks for joining the podcast, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to talk with Coach here about hanging up the whistle, uh, see what's uh, what's up with uh, life after coaching, and what he's going to miss about being on the sidelines. You ready? Yep, let's do it. Cool, man. So, uh, you know, 28 years on the sideline, 25 of those coaching varsity basketball, all those 28 years there at Riverbank, Bas- at Riverbank High School. Um, why is now the right time for you to, to hang up the whistle, Coach? Um, great question. I mean, one's obviously family. I mean, you hear that a lot from coaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my daughter's 11. You know, she started getting into sports and, and those things are starting to conflict. And, uh, yeah. you know, just the time and, and, and to build the program and to sustain it, to keep it going, it, it requires, as you know, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's no time off. You know, yeah. if, if, if you got physical time off, you don't have mental time off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I still, I, I love practice. It's, it's my favorite part of the, of coaching by far. Mm. Um, but it's those, you know, those bus rides, the long games, the Friday yeah. nights, the yeah. youth league, the tournaments. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, the grind was starting to get to me a little bit. I hear you. Yeah. You know, like I said, you know, 28 years, you know, putting it in there and, and it's not like a, it's a, you know, something that you just pick up, you know, come November, it's like you mentioned, it's a, it's uh, something that's always on your mind, but you guys are actually in the gym, you know, consistently, you know, and I could vouch for that, you know, being in there in the summertime, um, you know, in the lead up to the fall season, you know, even after basketball season's over, guys are, you know, clamoring to get in the gym, you know, basketball there in Riverbank, it's, it's a year-round thing, right? It is, it is. It's, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's a lifestyle, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's what we do. Um, and, you know, we have to work a little bit harder, I think, than a lot of other programs because, you know, we, we get, when we get our players um, coming from junior high, you know, they're usually a little bit more raw. Uh, yeah. They don't have as much experience or, or coaching. Yeah. Um, they A lot of the kids haven't played travel ball, you know, as, as you know, a lot of other schools do. So mm-hmm. in order to kind of close that gap, you know, we've really got to, you know, develop skills. You know, you got to get the gym. You got to get your reps up shooting. Yeah. You, ha- you have to hit the weight room. So, um, and, and I love that part of it. I mean, I was, I mean, that, again, is, is my, my favorite part, yeah. uh, but it requires a lot of time. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Mario Ramos here again, joined by Jeff Jennings, the former Riverbank basketball coach here on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos podcast. Yeah, and, you know, you, you talk about, you know, the, the time that it requires, and, you know, getting that buy-in from the kids. Um, it's something that, you know, like you, you mentioned, you know, Riverbank basketball has to work a little bit harder, and that's something they're kind of known for, um, something that you, you help develop. You know, being a, a one-school town, um, you know, basketball, pretty much, you know, everything football hasn't necessarily, you know, always been a powerhouse or, or something that, that we could hang our hat on. Um, so the basketball program is kind of what a lot of people look to. Uh, you know, you got the youth league, uh, the alumni tournament where you're, you're, you know, bringing people into the gym. You know, it's just uh, kind of special, right, when, when you're able to coach in, in the, that one-school town. Oh, it is, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a blessing, you know, because, I mean, as you know, you know, you come through the program, you're excited to wear that jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finally your time. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you, 
you've watched those guys grow and you know we've all had our guy that we looked up to when we came through and I, I want to be like this guy I want to mm-hmm. I want to play like that guy I you know I want my you know uh you know I want my my kicks my my sweatsuit my my backpack you know yeah. I want to earn all that stuff and uh sure. you know and it's it's something we pride ourselves on. You know, Riverbank is just a hardworking community. We come from hardworking families, um, and, and nothing is really ever handed to us. Yeah. That's kind of why our motto is, you know, nothing given, everything earned. We've yeah. had to work for everything, whether it's, it's that dollar, uh, it's that, it's that sweat equity. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just put forth that work. And yeah. I think Riverbank as a community is much like that. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Jeff Jennings, again, the former Riverbank basketball coach here with Mario Ramos on the Coach's Corner podcast. Uh, you know, so we, we talked a little bit about the the end there. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the middle here of of uh, your coaching career. But, you know, how, how did it start? You know, we talked again about 28 years. Um, you know, three of those years weren't at the varsity level. So, you, you know, you paid some of your dues. But, you know, what what got you into to wanting to be a coach? You know, um, you know, I've always loved the game. Um and uh, I had the opportunity to coach uh, the freshman team. And I was like, well, yeah, let me, you know, I had never really thought about it. It was never a thought. Um, yeah. You know, you didn't really see too many young coaches back then doing that. Yeah. I mean, I was uh-huh. 19. Wow. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a great uh, first group. Uh, our team, you know, we really kind of turned it on and, and, and uh, figured it out. Yeah. And um, it was just so much fun. I just, I just loved it. I was hooked from that moment on. Hmm. And then I moved up with them that next year as sophomores. Nice. And uh, I coached two years at the JV level, and then the varsity job opened up, and uh, I applied, and I didn't get, I didn't get it. They offered it to someone else. Mm. Um, I was 22 at the time, which yeah. is you know totally understandable to hire a 22 year old kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know to take over your program, mm-hmm. and uh, you know fortunately for me, the guy ended up turning it down, mm. and um, so by default I got it, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. No, and, you know, you're, uh, you mentioned 22 years old coaching on the varsity level, but, you know, 19 coaching the freshman team, too. Did that age, was that ever a factor as far as, you know, you, you're you having fun and you want to enjoy yourself? Did you ever, you know, kind of lose sight of the fact that, hey, you know, I, I'm the adult <laughs> in the room here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There hasn't been too many people who have accused me of being a, an adult uh, <laughs> over my uh for my lifetime but uh you know i was fortunate i had uh who ended up being my brother-in-law uh was my assistant so yeah. he was you know a few years older three four years older which really helped and you know yeah. the whole the whole time i've been coaching i've just been blessed to have like really good assistants yeah. um i mean when i took over uh, at varsity rob spencer uh yeah. was uh jv coach mm-hmm. he coached for me and you know kind of helped out with varsity as well and you can't yeah. ask for a better guy or a better coach. And then yeah. Miguel um, Alanese, who, in my opinion, is the, you know probably the best player to ever come out of the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as high school career, is amazing. So to have those yeah. guys with me. So here we were three young guys. Yeah. Um, I just loved the game. And mm-hmm. We just you know, it poured all our energy into it. Yeah. It's kind of cool that the team I started with as freshmen, they were my first team as seniors. Oh, nice. So we had that relationship already. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's incredible, yeah. And and looking back, like, you, you have to, I mean, because you guys were, were really successful your first year, um, you know, so, and you mentioned the guys you were coaching with there. You got to look back, especially now, you know, and think, man, what you know, that, what a blast that was, right, and how blessed yeah. you were to have that that talented group and those those guys with you. 
Oh, without a doubt, man. We uh, we went to the semifinals that year, our first year out, and yeah. uh, we actually had a 10-point lead at halftime, and probably coaching screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we went in, and, and uh, man, I thought, this coaching thing's easy. You know, it's like you just <laughs> somehow you got all these really good players, you know, and you go yep. to the semifinals, and, you know, <laughs> you know, you're just stupid when you're young, you yep. know, and you yep, think it's just sure. that easy. And, uh, you know, found out later on, you know, it's like, wait a minute, there's a little more to this than, than, uh, than that. But, uh, you know, the funny thing is a lot of those guys that, that year, even though, you know, there was an age difference, um, and it was definitely a coach, um, player relationship, but I would always take those guys home. I would do, you know, we spent a lot of time together and a lot of yeah. those guys are my closest friends today. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool that, you know, we've stayed in contact over the years and, you know, and that's been the beauty of it, man. The relationships are by far the most valuable part of, yeah. of my career. Uh, for sure. Yeah, you know, we talk about the games and whatnot, but, you know, we just had a, a celebration there to, to honor you for your, you know, little retirement party there. And, you know, it's those kinds of things, you know, seeing everybody in the in the same building and just, you know, being able to see old faces and stuff and just kind of check up on each other and see how we're doing and stuff. That That's the, you know, that's the stuff that, you know, makes us, you know, proud to be a part of, of, you know, Riverbank basketball. Yeah, without a doubt, man, it was, it was definitely an emotional thing. I mean, you just yeah. look around, um, I, you know, it was nice that I had quite a few people come to my last game. It was during COVID and basically yeah. they just basically said, well, you know, we can't keep everybody out. So, you know, we had a nice group and then, you know, the, the retirement party that, that, uh, they threw. So to see all these people over the years and just all the memories and, yeah. you know, just, the greatest thing is just to see how well everyone's doing now. You know, they, they mm -hmm. great fathers, great husbands, and, mm -hmm. you know, great careers and just doing so well. And like, yeah. That's a victory. You know, yeah. the, the wins are nice, yeah. but I'll take those wins over anything on the court any day. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the impact that you made in, you know, numerous lives and stuff speaks for itself. And like you mentioned, I mean, you, you've done it, you put up banners and, uh, you know, you brought home some trophies and stuff, but you know, it's those types of things that, you know, that's the reason, you know, my, like my son asked me the other day, dad, they're going to throw you a retirement party. I was like, son, I don't think they're <laughs> going to, but like, well, why not? I was like, uh, you gotta, you gotta put in some serious work to get one of those pal. So yeah, it's uh yeah, 25 years. Uh, <laughs> yep. you like to hope that, uh, you know, you, you've made some, but you know, I, you know, I got a lot of really nice compliments, but I, I you know, I, I've gotten so much more out of it than I think that mm. you guys have gotten from me. You know, I've learned so much. Yeah. Um, just watching all you guys and then the relationships, it is, uh, yeah. you know, as I reflect back, I was like, I've really grown just from those experiences, those relationships, seeing some mm -hmm. of the hardships and successes and, yeah. and those yeah. things It's kind of molded me, I mm -hmm. think more than I maybe molded you, all of you. Mm. Yeah. And if you guys, those of you guys listening, haven't picked up on it already, I, I played for coach, I coached with them and, uh, you know, so learned, uh, underneath this guy. So he's taught me, uh, not, not just, you know, about basketball, but, but like we mentioned so much more, um, off the court and, uh, you know, like I said, incredibly special guy. So it's uh, nice to have you here on the podcast, taking some time again with me. Oh, I mean, it's my pleasure. And, uh, you know, one of the all time great Riverbank point guards right here. Hmm. So, uh, a lot of people, not just myself have that opinion. So uh, a hell of a career. Appreciate that. One of the things to take pride on there in Riverbank is our, our point guard play. So, you know, I'm one of one of many. You mentioned Miguel Alanis, but, you know, the list goes on. A bunch of great, you know, point guards to come out of there. But, uh, again, here joined by the, the former Riverbank basketball coach, Jeff Jennings, on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos podcast. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter, 
Check out Riverbank Basketball at RBK Hoops. So, uh, again, you know, we, we talked about the the championships 2001, right? Section championship, mm-hmm. you know, a couple league titles, um, you know, the, the respect you get from your peers and, you know, the style of play. You know, what, what do you kind of think of when you, you know, look back and, and think of Riverbank Basketball? What, what comes to your mind? Um, well, it, it, it's kind of twofold, really. I mean, there's the there's the family atmosphere, the the relationships. I think I, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen another program in our area like it. Yeah. Just in terms of of really, I mean, you got guys that played 20 years ago and guys that played two years ago, and and there's nothing but love, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it really is a family atmosphere. A lot of a lot of people from the outside don't really appreciate or understand. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an alumni tournament and we get 12 teams. Yeah. You know, with 10 players per team. I mean, guys showing up and flying in from L.A. and Sacramento. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, they want to play, but they also feel like they want to be back. And, and, you know, there's that part of it. And then mm-hmm. on the basketball side of things, you know, I think we played a, a style of basketball that, you know, was fun to watch. And, and we were, I think, you know, did pretty well, um, you know, forcing our, our, our tempo on people, whether it's getting out yeah. of transition, pressuring you know, pressing the ball, I'd like to think that we did a pretty good job defensively. If I were to, yeah. you know, hang sure. my hat on anything, it's what we did on the defensive end. Yep. Um, and, and guys just own that. And, you know, it's, it's taking those charges, those loose balls, those, mm-hmm. you know, it's those extra plays, those hustle plays that, that yeah. you know, sometimes go unnoticed. But, you know, not in our program because, we, we, you know, we highlight those things. Yeah. Yeah, no, you mentioned that, that style of play, the, the defense and the uh, – you know the the you know pushing the ball up the court and whatnot there and the the intensity that comes along with that you know I in my opinion I you know correct me if I'm wrong here but that that was born there in the uh, the old gym right and that that environment now obviously we got the the new gym it's freaking uh, you know a beauty of a, a basketball gym a palace of itself right but uh, that that old gym there was something about like you mentioned that style of play and that little shoebox that we used to play in right. It, it really was. It's still, I mean, as, as much as appreciative as I am of, of the new gym, yeah. the old gym is where my heart is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to come into a game and, and see people lined up on the outside, having the fire marshal shut the doors, like we can't have any more people. The yeah. walls would sweat with, the, <laughs> you know, just as much of the energy in there, you know, yep. and, and people sitting along the walls and, mm-hmm. and it was just loud. And that court was a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we, hey, we'd like to make you we, you know, we'd like to think that we made it even smaller the way we played, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, there was no escaping, Sure. you know, and, uh, you know, having the crowd, uh, you know, heck with you in, in English and Spanish and everything <laughs> in between, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they always learned a few words when they come from the bank, you know, and go home with like, Hey, what does this mean? I'm like, Oh, well, let's not repeat that. You know, uh, yep, yep. those are the fun stuff, you know? Yes, indeed. Yeah. And I mean, some of those games are, I mean, I, I don't know if that ever happened. Like when you were a player coach, if they ever got like, you know, that packed and that intense, but I mean, some of those games were, you know, just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just the, the noise and the intensity. Sometimes yeah. we, we, you know, when we'd come into the practice in the old gym, um, I forget how loud it is, even with just a regular practice, you hmm. know, those brick walls and, yeah. and so forth. And, uh, you know, my senior year, we kind of started getting it going yeah. and, uh, you know, we, we've got a, a very proud tradition that starts before me. Um, you know, we've had some great players came, you know, some, some really good coaches come before me, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we've kind of fallen off a little bit. And, and uh, you know, I was part of the, you know, the group that kind of got it going again uh, as a player. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we used to pride ourselves in that. We'd travel to Modesto and go to the parks and, and 
we try to rep the bank, you know, yeah. and that was kind of our deal. Yeah. And, uh, and those open gyms, man, I, I think we're probably more fierce than a lot of the games. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Some of those open gyms in that gym, yeah. Legendary stuff in there. And, and some of it too, like I, I kind of trip out because like, it, it feels like we were ahead of the curve a little bit in some regards. Like you see the style of basketball that was being played in there, like to nowadays where guys are pulling up and shooting threes and stuff. And that's the type of stuff we were doing in open gym all the time. Yeah, we did. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, was, it was out of necessity. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we play in the Trans Valley League, which is very, very, very good league. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you've got the Rippins and the Rippin Christians, you know, you've got Houston and Esplon, they've always got size, football yeah. players. You know, they got these guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have to do something different. And, you know, our thing was like, all right, you know, you can prepare for an offense. You can prepare for a zone. You can prepare for a player to an extent. Yeah. But, you know, how do you prepare for that kind of pressure? Like, what do you tell your team during practice? Hey, we got to practice harder today because we're going to play Riverbank. <laughs> you know, you, you throw a couple extra guys out there to simulate the speed. I mean, yeah. play faster, play harder. It's, it's hard for other teams to replicate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time with skill development yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and kind of let those guys play a little bit, you know, use those skills um, and kind of play a, more, a little more free, a little more open game, yeah. a lot like what you see now. No, for sure. Yeah, and I think the size is kind of meaningless because you told me once, you're like, whatever, if I get a big guy, I'm going to turn him into a guard anyway. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Gentry, all six foot ten of them, gets, <laughs> uh, hits two threes to, to win us the section championship yeah. game. So it's like great coaching taking a six ten guy away from the basket. But, uh, it worked. You know, it worked. <laughs> uh, you know, and I got to tell the guys, I mean, really, you know, as far as height, size, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's makes a difference underneath the basket but you know it's a long court mm-hmm. you know we can we can try to dominate the rest of the you know in the paint you might own it but if we can own the rest of the floor yeah, yeah. you know we've got a chance yeah and you know that, that was another thing that i i appreciated working under you um you know one, one of the things was the fact that you you know allowed us to, to coach you know all the assistants that, that kind of came through there i was fortunate to you know coach with my brother and t soak and you know a couple other guys there that came through um while while we were coaching together and, you know, you allowed your assistants to, to you know, to have that voice. Um, but you, you also, you know, tinkered. You, you didn't kind of, you know, never stood pat, you know, whether, you know, it was a, an offense you kind of believed in, but you always kind of tinkered it or tailored it to each and every squad. Um, you were kind of always evolving, which is something, like I said, I, I appreciated working under you. Uh, yeah, thanks. It's, uh, that's, I, I enjoy studying the game. Yeah. I, I love learning about the game and I, mm-hmm. and I love that puzzle piece you know you yeah. you got a puzzle and it's all right yeah. you know how do you put these pieces together and oh, yeah. uh you know you got one guy with certain talents you know how can we maximize yeah. those talents or we got certain weaknesses how can we minimize those weaknesses and yeah. and uh that was the fun part you know i enjoyed mm-hmm. that and like i said you know like guys like yourself and other guys i mean I had really good coaches you know mm-hmm. you'd be a foolish not to let you know good good minds like that you know abilities you know, not, not utilize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it was fun as heck. Like, you, you know, kind of talk about the, uh, the summertime. And I know you've mentioned before that that's been, you know, some of your favorite time, you know, you mentioned practice earlier and stuff like that, getting in the gym. And I remember the summertime, like you, you would just, you know, light up because you'd have this new, you know, offense that you wanted to try out or these new defensive schemes that you wanted to work on. And you know, what better time, right. To work on it in the summertime when you got that practice time, you got those summer games to go out there and see what you got with this new squad. Yeah, and and you know it wasn't about winning or losing. It, yeah. it was about getting better. It was it was about finding an identity. You know, every mm-hmm. team has an identity. Yeah. 
Um, and, and once you recognize what your identity is and then you excel in it, you own it, you, 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 you get kids to go all in. Yeah. Um, and then you see kind of a new vision morph together. You know, it's like yeah. everybody buys into this, this identity, this vision. Yeah. And, uh, in the summertime is when that seed's planted and then, you know, you, you really start to see it grow and, you know, it, it, it's, it's fun. It's fun as a player. It's, it's definitely fun as a coach, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I think our fans enjoyed it as well. Yeah. No, for sure. Definitely. It's, uh, it's, you know, good basketball. It's fun to watch. You know, I talked to some football coaches, you know, on the podcast and stuff. And, you know, some of the guys are like, yeah, we used to run the ball, you know, just kind of three yards in a cloud of dust type of deal. And, you know, I'd go back and watch the tape and be like, man, this is so boring to watch. And then, you know, I kind of changed things up, you know, based off of that. So, like you said, some of it, you know, you just want to watch, you know, good basketball. Yeah. And I've always told the guys, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go go to the movies and I'm not going to pay to go see a crappy movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people are paying their hard-earned money to come watch us play, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll bring my family. I'll bring my son, you know, I'll, I'll bring my, my, my children to, to come watch this. I'll pay for this. Yeah. You know, that's a great compliment. For you sure. know, it's, it's an honor for people to, you know, come to the door. I know there's always expectations that, you know, the fans should come, but, you know, it's money hard to come by, you yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta value that experience. And mm-hmm. so for them to come and watch and, and pay their money and enjoy the product, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. big volumes of the kids we have. Definitely. Mario Ramos again, joined by Jeff Jennings, former Riverbank basketball coach here on the coach's corner with Mario Ramos podcast. So, um, was there ever another time coach that, that we could say, or that we might've been able to say, former Riverbank basketball coach? Like, was there ever a time that you were, you know, close to leaving? I know, you know, there's a few times where there's offers and opportunities to, to leave the RBK, but did you ever, like, you know, seriously contemplate leaving Riverbank and, and trying your hand somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I've, I've had some some opportunities, and, and um, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, there was always the expectation, you know, you have a little bit of success, and, and then the expectation is, you know, that you should go, you know, that the, the grass is greener somewhere else. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's part of me that wonders, man, if, if I had gone to one of those places that year in and year out have athletes, um, you know, but, you know, I, I, I feel, I, I never felt that need to go anywhere. For me, I was where I wanted to be. That this, this was my dream job. Hmm. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's home. It's, it's, you know, to be a part of something as a player and then as, as a, as a coach and to build something yeah. special. Um, and, and again, there's a lot of really good programs out there and, and they do great things and they win games and they do those things. But I just don't know that there's another program like ours out there as far as the, the relationships. I mean, you, we talked about the alumni tournament. You got 12 teams and you got old guys like me out there, you know, trying not to pull a <laughs> hammy, you know, and then and, and yep. playing. But yep. we're all playing the same way. The, the ball's moving. Yeah, it, it, the guys no, are unselfish. You know, no they're joke. playing hard. They're talking. And no and then guys are competing. And it's just mm-hmm. it's like, man, it's just it's yep. awesome. It's amazing. For sure. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like you mentioned, the, the, the style of play is just like, you know, what we what we like an open gym, right? We're all going in there, but we're actually, you know, running some semblance of an offense and guys are, you know, like you mentioned, communicating on defense, getting after it, you know, the, that first day, the, the second day, you know, comes in smelling like icy hot in the gym. Right? You, can, you can smell it outside the gym, actually. But yeah. You can smell it wild, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you said, guys getting after it, guys looking forward to, to just coming back, right, and just coming back and being a part of it and, you know, 
the the current team's always out there too playing uh, the alumni guys so you know that's something for them to pick up on and just to see you know the the pride that these guys are playing with yeah and you know i, I remember a lot of the open gyms you know you get guys um that were had graduated uh would come back and play or guys that were in high school and we had kids coming in that would play yeah and they definitely made it very clear if there's a right way and a wrong way to play. Yeah, for um, sure. And, and, and you wouldn't touch the ball if you started jacking up bad shots. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you weren't playing hard, they'd sub you out. It was like an unspoken thing. Yeah. Or if you weren't competing or you weren't taking the charge, you heard it. I mean, this is, in, you know, this is just an open gym. Yeah. And um, so guys figured out pretty quickly that, that you know, we're going to play a certain way, and guys prided themselves in that. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they, they owned it. No, definitely. Yep, there's a standard, and you step in that gym. That you know, between those lines, there's a the right way to play. And if you're you're on the RBK, you're going to play that way, or you're not going to play. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, we've had a few players that have come through the program that didn't really want to buy into that. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, yep. great great kids and stuff. And it's yeah. like, look, I mean, we're just we're not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and that's okay. You yep. know, there's a lot of different ways to play the game, and a lot of different ways to coach it. And yeah. there's not one right way or one wrong way. It's, it's what works for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, you know, Eli Lopez, you'll be taking over here, um, be roaming the sideline there for the Bruins, a uh, guy that, that played for both of us, right? You know, mostly for you, but uh, I got a chance to coach him a, a freshman year. Um, kid's a stud. You know, he's a, a heck of a basketball player. He was always a couple steps ahead, you know, as a freshman. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, I watched him play, you know, under you, but I'm sure he was a pleasure, you know, to have as a, as a point guard as well. Um, you know, so what's uh, I know you guys kind of greased the wheels a little bit the last couple of years. Eli's kind of been the the head guy there on the sideline with you, kind of helping him out and kind of grooming him for this, right? Yeah, definitely. It's um, you know, uh, he was a hell a hell of a player. Yeah, you know, went on to play at Santa Barbara City College. I mean, just a great point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, just competed and was intelligent, and he had yeah. a passion for the game. Yeah. And he still does, and that's what I, you know, I, I love. I and mean, it's what you have, it's what he has. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, you know, he came in and, you know, came back uh, from Santa Barbara and, and uh, you know, joined the, the staff and, and uh, started out with some player development stuff and kind of worked with the guys and, you know, kind of paid his dues and, and, and put the time in. And then, uh, you know, then I started saying, all right, you know, I'm going to run all the practices in the summer, but you need that game experience. So, you know, um, you know take them to these games and, you know, learn how to coach, you know, learn some X's and O's, learn, yeah. you know, time management and, and working the clock and, yeah. and those. And then um, from there, it, it kind of just continued to go. And, and the last couple of years, we kind of co-coached it. Uh, last year, the last two years, you know, I did, uh, you know, I did all the defense and he took over the offense and I took care of all the, the not so fun stuff off the court, you know, the paperwork and, yeah. all that stuff and uh, yeah. kind of allowed him to kind of step up. And then this past year with COVID, uh, I had really thought about stepping away at that time, but I didn't want to leave him in, in that situation, you know, with, with COVID yeah. and testing and all that stuff. So yeah. I was like, well, you know, let's do it. I'm going to come to every practice and come to every game, but you know, this is, this is your thing. Yeah. And uh, so we kind of went from that co-coach and then I kind of just tried to ease my way out as he grew in, in, in confidence and, and ability, and he's he's done an amazing job. I'm extremely, extremely proud of him, and uh, yeah. you know he's loving it. He's he's he reminds me of a young version of myself. Hmm. Nice, yeah, so, yeah. No, like I said, you know, we're all excited to to see what what's in store for him. We're all you know there to support him, 
you know, wishing the best of luck. Um, you know, we're looking forward, like I said, to, to see what the, the Bruins do and, uh, you know, hoping to see that, that same, you know, not necessarily, you know, style of basketball, but that same type of, you know, family vibe and that family atmosphere and that, that same intensity that we're used to seeing from the Bruins. Yeah, it's in our DNA, right? It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of who we are. Um, yeah. And, you know, people talk about, oh, you know, you got big shoes to fill and so forth. And I, and I couldn't disagree more. Mm. Um, he's got to do his thing and he's got to do it his way. Yeah. Uh, you know, we both see the game kind of similar. And, you know, he texted me tonight, like, hey, you know, got some great ideas and he's excited. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's what it's all about, man. It's, mm. You take what it is and, and, awesome. and, and make it your own. Be yourself. Don't be me. Don't be anybody else. Just, yeah be the best you that you can be and, and mm-hmm. it's more than enough yeah no for sure definitely uh so you know what what's up next for you when eli's getting in the gym there in november and the ball starts bouncing uh you know trust me i said a year out once and that's all it took to, to realize that i don't want to sit out another year <laughs> um, to get back in there so uh you know you start to feel it like i said when, once the uh, the weather gets a little cooler and you're realizing you you at this time i'm normally in the gym um you know what what are you going to be doing around that time Man, that's a great question. I'm, I'm sure my wife's got a few ideas uh, about mm. some things I can do around the house <laughs> and stuff. But uh, no actually started early on that one. So yeah, that's what you saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I really enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've never had Christmas vacation to do anything with the family or mm. Thanksgiving to do anything with the family. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I've told him, I was like, hey, you know, like, you know, I could go in there and work with the freshman JV teams a little bit, you know, and, and, and kind of mentor, you know, some of those coaches and uh-huh. we'll do that. And, you know, he's like, well, you know, bring in a couple of practices. And, you know, I mean, I love that part of it. You know, I, I work yeah. with a couple of the players still, you know, we, you know, we go in there and work on some skill work, some shooting yeah. and stuff. And I enjoy that. Right. But I think I'd also like to just get out and watch some, uh, some good basketball, you know, and see, mm. you know, I'd like to be able to go watch some practices and some, some guys that I respect and, yeah. you know get over and check out some of your games and stuff and, nice. and you know just you know just be able to sit up there and just enjoy the game for what it is and, and not be so vested into you know I mean, you know how it is it, it, for it, sure. it's a relief when you win and it hurts like hell when you lose you know mm-hmm. um, and uh, to be able to just sit back and, and just maybe enjoy basketball you know just from that perspective you know yeah. and just kind of look at it with with fresh eyes yeah you think it's going to be hard? Because I, I know you, you you watch a basketball game and you're trying to break something down from some perspective. You think that's going to be difficult for you to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm always analyzing and studying games, you know. I mean, I, I watch, you know, on TV, you know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I was like, wow, we could do that. Oh, wait a minute, I'm not coaching anymore, you know. <laughs> you know, that the, the mind's always, yep, yep. The mind's always turning, you know. I'm like, uh-huh. start jotting something down. I'm like, wait a minute, you know. For sure. You know, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. And, uh. But, you know, there's a lot of really good coaches out there, and there's a lot of really good programs, and they'd be able to go see those. Um, and I think some of the best coaches are, don't necessarily have the best talent out there, and they're, they're, they're getting their kids to play at a level that is pretty impressive. You know, it doesn't yeah. always show in, in wins and losses. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, those are my kind of guys, you know, those mm-hmm. grinder guys that, you know, they take a, a team that, you know, maybe is average in talent, but yet they play, mm-hmm. you know, Couple notches yeah. above that, you yeah. know. So, love that. You know, yeah, it's my kind of it's my kind of game to watch for sure. Yeah, love that. Can't get enough of that. Definitely. Again, Mario Ramos joined by Jeff Jennings, the former Riverbank basketball coach, here on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos. You can follow Riverbank basketball on Twitter at RBK Hoops. 
So, Coach, we'll get you out of here on this one here. I know it's uh, getting late, getting close to your bedtime. So uh, we'll get you out of here on, uh, you know, 28 years here of coaching experience. Like we mentioned, 25 at the varsity level uh, there at Riverbank. Uh, you kind of hit on it a little bit, but what, what kind of advice would you give for, for somebody starting out? You know, somebody, you know, just, just stepping into the coaching game, maybe a young guy like, uh, you know, you were when you started out. Yeah, and, and that's a great question. I think uh, I think we have a responsibility to, to help, you know, uh, mentor young men. And, and I think a lot of times guys get into it, you know, they, they love being on the sideline. They love, you know, they love those the wins. They love the accolades. They love, you know, the, the, to wear the, the whistle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think what sometimes is being missed is, is an opportunity to, to – have relationships with young men at a, an important time of their life. Mm. Um, you know, and I've had players from that have been homeless that come from great families that, that and everything in between. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think we have a responsibility. And, and mm. I mean, I think if you judge a coach by their wins loss record and, and not necessarily by the effect that they have on their players, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a mistake. And I think with social media and so forth, I think, I think it's something that, you know, you, when I see it a lot, it's like, oh, you know, you, you know, this player, that coach, and look at our wins, losses. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, we'll, what kind of an impact are you having off the court? Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, when I stand before the good Lord, I hope he doesn't ask my win-loss record. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, I'd rather be judged by, you know, what I did with the time that I had with guys like yourself and, 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 and others. And, and yeah. uh, you know, the winning is important. Don't get me wrong. I love to win yeah. and I absolutely hate to lose. I'm I'm, sure. I'm a, a you know extreme competitor, but yeah. you know, and especially you know, as I got older, uh, I think that's always been a part of me. But I saw more of being a responsibility. Mm. So I kind of had a two prong approach: as like develop you as a player, and then develop you as a person. Yeah. And um, and I think through that process, I developed as a person as well. I, I would like to think that I became a better person as a, as a result of that. And um, you know, some kids need more than others, but, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't want to be loved? Yeah. You know, who doesn't want to be, you know, uh, saying, hey, how was your day? What's going on? What can I help you with? Uh, mm-hmm. Being there, you know, I've been through with players as their parents have died. I've been through some stuff that is pretty, pretty horrible with these young men have had to go through. Yeah. And uh, the fact that I was there, uh, I felt it was my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think if a young player came through and it's like, Hey, if I can make a difference and, and, and win some games while we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. How fun could that be? <laughs> what a, what a tremendous opportunity that would be. Yeah. No, it's been a, a tremendous opportunity for a lot of us um, to have, to be able to, to go through there and to have this, uh, you know, this, in some cases, you know, lifesaver of a program. I mean, I'm not selling that short, uh, you know, with some of the guys that have gone through there and to, to have a place, um, you know, that, that we could belong, you know, a place where, where we could come back to and say, you know, like you, you said, somebody loves us here, right? Somebody cares yeah. about us here. You know, somebody's happy that we came back. You know, I think that's just, you know, you know, like forget about the wins and losses, right? Like you mentioned, you know, that, that stuff at the end of the day doesn't mean nothing. It's about, you know, having a place, like, like you said, where we could go back to and, you know, someone cares about us. Yeah, and I think we all need that, especially yeah. as turbulent as times are right now. For like, sure. You know, we, at that you know, at the dinner and so forth. I mean, mm-hmm. black, white, Hispanic, you know, Asian, and we had them all. And mm-hmm. It wasn't about any of that. Nope. And it was about love. Yeah. You know, it was about a family. And it was, you know, all that 
stuff, all that nonsense that, you know, it's like had no place there. Oh, and, um, yeah. you know, I was like, man, imagine if that was the world that we lived in. If we, yeah. if we can, we could bottle that up and, and sure. share it, you know, um, how much better the world would be. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Well, Riverbank's a, a better place uh, because you spent some time there on the sidelines. Again, 28 years in total, 25 as a varsity head coach. Um, you know, I, I've said it earlier, I'll say it again. You know, the things on the court that you taught us, you know, were, were amazing, um, but they pale in comparison to the, the stuff you taught us off the court. And like you said, the times that you were there for us um, when, when we needed you most. Um, you're, you're a legend, um, you know, a guy that's always going to go down in Riverbank history as, as one of the greats. You know, so like I said, I appreciate you taking some time to do this. Uh, it's been awesome being able to catch up with you. I wish you the best in, in retirement. I know I said this earlier at your retirement party, but, you know, I just wish you and Hope, Shay, you know, Zach, all you guys uh, the best. I love you guys. And, you know, thanks for taking some time to do this, Coach. Well, hey, no, I, I appreciate you, man. And I'm so proud of what you've done. And, you know, and watching you has been it's been really fun, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've always been a, a big Mario Ramos fan for a reason. And uh, I love you, my man. And uh, I'll be watching some games this year. Yeah, for sure. I'll make sure if they know you're there, they'll charge you double. So, got you. <laughs> you know I'm Riverbank, dude. Let's sneak in the back door. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. We want to thank you guys for listening to the Coach's Corner here with Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter, at Corner Ramos. Be sure to catch more of the Coach's Corner podcast with Mario Ramos on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Special thanks to Jeff Jennings. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.